From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. All right, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages. Welcome to In Black and Right. This is the final in our series of Saturday pre-election specials as we get ready for the big event on Tuesday. And yes, folks, 72 hours, three days until it's showtime. Which means, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us who care about the country to show up, show out, and show our disgust and contempt for Joe Biden and his mental midgets and everything that they've inflicted on this country for nearly the past two years. Now, many of us are, we're ready. I mean, there is enthusiasm, there's a lot of energy ready to go on Tuesday. Now, if you've been someone who did vote early, thank you for doing so. Congratulations. But now, for those of us who are waiting for Election Day, because early voting is ending uh, this weekend, I know it is in Florida and other states as well. But yes, folks, it is time to show up and show out. We need to send not just a win, but a statement win to every single solitary Democrat, to their mainstream media allies who are intellectually dishonest and have been, they are morally bankrupt and always will be, and to say to them, enough is enough. Enough is enough. We're tired of this. We're tired of this foolishness. We're tired of this administration so divorced from reality that they only care about themselves, about their power, and means to control it. We've had, for gosh, what, ever since Labor Day, as I warned folks, we've had the suppression polls, we've had October surprises, we've had all kinds of psyops uh, done to the America First crowd, to independents, you have desperate Democrats, desperate radical leftists. I mean, people like Sonny Hostin calling white suburban women who are voting for Republicans this time around, calling them roaches? I mean, excuse me, Sonny, who the hell are you, lady? You're just one of a group of shrews on daytime TV with a highly dysfunctional chick audience. This, I mean, that is not how you win friends and influence people, dear. But, okay, you know, whatever. But, yeah, we, we've got a lot to deal with. Now, of course, just to give folks one more sort of, you know, if you need a little bit more motivation as to why you need to make sure you're voting on Tuesday, well... I've got a nice, lovely list for you to help you in this. Uh, I don't have formerly nicotine-stained fingers, but, but I've got it. Some of the reasons why it's time to make your voices heard very loud, very clear, 
and done at the ballot box. Now, of course, we've got things such as uh, Biden's student, student loan forgiveness. Now, <laughs> just for starters, uh, <laughs> economists have said that student loan forgiveness will add, uh, add, and this is just for starters, it will add half a trillion dollars to the already 1.4 trillion budget deficit. And that's just the beginning. Okay, that's certainly one. Now, the, <laughs> the, the most misnamed piece of legislation that I've ever seen, the Inflation Reduction Act, is going to cost, according to the Congressional Budget Office, it's going to cost the middle class $20 billion in new taxes over the next 10 years. Plus, you get the 87,000 IRS agents who are going to be pounding on your door, probably guns drawn, to get your taxes, as if you really needed more tyranny. Uh, also, the Inflation Reduction Act does absolutely nothing to curb inflation. I mean, nothing. And this is coming from the Wharton School of Business, one of the most prestigious, if not the most prestigious, business school in the entire country, who said recently that the Inflation Reduction Act, the impact on inflation, and I quote here, the impact on inflation statistically is indistinguishable from zero. So in other words, nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It's not going to do a thing to inflation. Oh, mercy. That's pretty crazy. Uh, let's see here. A few other little pieces uh, for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you really need to stay motivated and get ready for Tuesday. Now, it's already bad enough we've got inflation that's not doing much of anything. You have the Federal Reserve just a couple of days ago raising interest rates again for the fourth straight time, another three quarters of 1%, which means right now the interest rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage for a home is now close to 8%. And there's no, and I mean no indication that I have seen that this is going to stop. It's going to keep going up and up and up and up. And they're trying to fight inflation, but in their fight, in their fight for inflation, the Federal Reserve is probably doing more harm to the economy with these interest rate hikes. And we're not even done with the, the year. They could do it again very easily before January 1. So that's going to be a real hoot. Now, and speaking of which, affording a home right now has gone down 32%. Uh, monthly savings down 83.1%, which means you're running out of savings, which means a lot of people are using their credit cards. And credit card debt has gone up 22.7%. Real disposable income 
which means you're not having a whole lot of money uh, left at the end of the month for anything. And that is down 11.7%. Ay, ay, ay. Now, the average American family has lost $6,000 in annual purchasing power, meaning American families have $6,000 less to deal with. And that's pretty sad because you can't, if you don't have, uh, if, if your money's not worth it because wages still aren't helping, they're not keeping up with inflation, they're nowhere close. And now that seniors on Social Security are getting uh, this nice big cost of living adjustment, but the problem is it's still not going to keep up with inflation. I mean, it's bad enough. It's bad enough. I mean, in a survey, one in five Americans skipped meals, not because they were trying to diet or do something to improve their health, they skipped meals because, due to inflation, they can't buy groceries. They just can't, so they're skipping meals. D deliberately, because they're trying to make what food they have last longer. I mean, that's pretty sad, and especially when that's happening to seniors on fixed incomes. That's horrible. And on top of that, the very same people in this very in this survey were delaying using money spending money for certain health care expenses which means more than likely medicine medicine for seniors and those who are dealing with all kinds of health problems omg folks that's pretty sick and twisted that people are having to do that just because of Biden and inflation. And he had a great opportunity in his speech at Union Station a few days ago. But nope, he absolutely refused to deal with real issues. He's still talking about a threat to democracy and people are stupid enough to still believe it. The real threat to democracy is the current occupant of the White House and his mental midgets, his merry band of leftist mental midgets. These are the people who are the real threat to democracy, number one. And number two, can't they even get American history right? Because frankly, we are not a democracy. We're not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Benjamin Franklin even said so when the Constitutional Convention had adjourned. When he, the story is he met a woman who, uh, when he came out of Independence Hall, and she asked, Mr. Franklin, what kind of government have you given us? And Benjamin Franklin said, Ma'am, Madam, we have given you a republic if you can keep it. Those five words are so haunting to me, and I really missed their meaning when I first heard this story years and years ago. But now, given where we are, we have to keep our republic. 
And in spite of all the crap that's being thrown at us by the media and by Democrats, we're done. So many American people are done. And just to give you another little uh, motivating reason to go out on Tuesday, the average 401k has lost $34,000 in value. That's retirement for people who are either currently on, who are currently retired, or those who are close to retirement. You're losing value in your 401k. The markets are just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. My goodness. <laughs> of course, the other big issues, uh, not just economics. Border security, virtually non-existent. The morale of the Border Patrol is abysmal. They, the rank-and-file guys and gals who are there, they can't stand Mayorkas. They can't stand the leadership of the CBP. The, the union is absolutely just at its wit's end. They are endorsing any candidate, Republic, and most of them Republican, who's going to bring law and order back to the border. Oh, absolutely they are. They are ticked. And I did, I did a couple of these stories. But now, it, a little something else for you folks. Education. Schools have gone woke crazy. CRT, gender ideology, drag queens in schools and in the school life and in libraries parents who object to this are being called domestic terrorists sicking the FBI on them using the Patriot Act this is why parents are pissed the mama bears and the papa bears they're i mean and what's even worse what's even worse about this this whole woke nonsense is even happening in some churches Churches, houses of worship that are supposed to be worshiping God, but they're worshiping some, well, some drag queen or whatever because they want to be so loving and affirming. And yes, you're loving and affirming these people straight to hell. Yes, I said it. And I will say it again and again and again. Because this is not funny. This is scary. When you're going, when you're messing with somebody's eternal soul just because you don't want to offend, oh mercy, I just have to go, are you freaking serious? And any place like that, I don't want to be anywhere near. Because this thing is going to come back and bite y'all really hard right in the backside. Because, well, I'm just going to put it straight up. God ain't messing around. He's got an agenda all his own. And he's looking for people, his kids, to get with his program. Not with this woke nonsense. If you're not going to do it, then Frankly, you only get two choices. You can either get in sync with it, or you can get run over by it. 
It's that simple. And yeah, it's going to be a little nuts. It's going to be hard, but you know, hey, it's not like he didn't warn you. I mean, my Lord. Uh, also, let's not forget disinformation and censorship. Huge issues. Uh, just did a story a couple days ago. Um, you can find it in theintercept.com talking about Homeland Security coming together, colluding with major social media platforms with this whole disinformation governance board, and they're doing it right under the radar. They're using not only social media platforms, but they're also using financial institutions to, if you're not with the program, they can just pretty much debank you. They'll just tell you, nope, sorry, we're, we're kicking you out. I mean, they've done it to Mike Lindell of my pillow fame. They've done it to Kanye West. I'm like, what the heck? But because this whole ESG nonsense, ugh, yuck. That thing makes me just absolutely just want to <laughs> ugh, lose my lunch. And of course, let's not forget the January 6th kangaroo court. A nothing burger with fries. It is a witch hunt with a couple of rhinos whose butts are going to pretty much... They're essentially lame duck anyway. And you've got the rest of these goofy Democrats. Uh, Raskin, uh, Pencil Neck Schiff, Benny Thompson. Ugh, an old black liberal dinosaur. It's like, uh-uh. It, it's worthless. I mean, they thought they've got all that, but nope. They're not even going to be doing a report. Uh, they've already thrown the uh, uh, subpoena at Trump, and there's been no news on that. No news at all. So pretty much, uh, President Trump, who is tonight in the middle of his rally blitz, tonight he's in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, to help Doug Mastriano and Dr. Oz get over the finish line uh, for Tuesday. To help them out, uh, President Trump has another rally tomorrow in Miami, doing it on a Sunday. And then he finishes out Monday night in Dayton, Ohio, to help out J.D. Vance uh, and help him get over the finish line and other, uh, other America First candidates who are running for House seats. So yeah, this is pretty much going to be an interesting weekend, but again... These are just some of the things that you as Americans, just one last reminder of why you've had to endure phone calls and mailers and the media and all these other stories and the over-the-top hyperbole coming from desperate Democrats whose own party is all of a sudden, well, maybe not even all of a sudden, but they've moved money around. They've had to shrink their battlefield while the Republicans are expanding theirs. Now, even if they don't win, uh, I mean, the polls up to this point mean nothing. It really doesn't mean anything because the only poll that actually counts is Tuesday. And yes, I'm looking forward to doing my part to uh, 
to make my voice heard, and I encourage everybody else to do the same. If you're an American, you're, and if you haven't vote, done early voting in your state, make your plans. I mean, even if you have to carve out time, you know, maybe take a little bit of time away from work, something. But this is your golden opportunity to make your voice and your vote heard and heard clearly. All legal votes count, period. Now, some people will have a problem with that, but too dang bad, because you're nothing more than an election fraud enabler if you're not willing to do what you need to do and get legal votes and have these states actually follow your election laws. Don't be another Pennsylvania, folks. Don't do it. Get people in there. And I, my last sort of encouragement, you know, if, you've, if you're voting, you know, do other things if you have the ability. Poll workers, poll watchers, be in the counting rooms. You do what you got to do. And if the Democrats complain, whine, and, and moan, tell them too dang bad. Too stinking bad, okay? Because, hey, it's your republic. And if somebody has a problem with you uh, watching how the votes are counted, tell them to go pound sand. This is ridiculous. We have to fight to get our republic back on track. And November the 8th, once again, I tell you, is only the beginning. It's the first step in a very long, hard process. I'm not going to lie to you folks. It's not going to be easy. But it can be done so long as we stay focused on the goal, do what has to be done, and if somebody has a problem, hey, tell them to back the heck off. Push back. The only way you stop a bully is if you essentially, and not literally, but you punch them in the nose. Tell them to get off. They've got no business interfering with your rights as an American citizen. Period. End of discussion. So yes, folks, this will be just sort of the last sort of reminder to say, hey, let's go, let's go get our republic back and, and don't be ashamed one single solitary bit because if the reports I've seen are true and there was one from Axios, from one of their top reporters, Jonathan Swan, that apparently, according to this report, President Trump is going to make his announcement on November the 14th, just after the midterms. So all Trump has to do is utter the magic words, I'm running for president in 2024, and pretty much he's got the nomination. He's got the nomination. Everything else is just, you know, ceremony and ritual. But yes, and anybody who is thinking about going against President Trump, you might want to rethink things, okay? Now, I know there are establishment types who don't like him, and I know there are woke folks who don't like him, but tough, because the man got things done. You just were 
too into yourselves and couldn't get over your freaking egos to realize, yeah, he might not have done it the way you like, but the man made this country strong. We had an economy that was the envy of the whole stinking planet. We had a military that was rebuilt and had pride again. We were respected overseas. Maybe not liked, but you had to respect us. And plus, I mean, it was great. I mean, it was a renaissance, an economic renaissance until the Chinese threw COVID into the mix. Not just over there, but throughout the entire world. And yet, even with COVID, and that was the perfect excuse for the left in 2020 to have their little uh, mail-in, their mail-in ballots and pretty much stole the election. And yeah, and this is me having not seen 2,000 mules yet. <laughs> I mean, it's not that difficult to figure out. But I know, well, you're an election denier. Yeah, and you're an election fraud enabler. Congratulations. I don't care. But this one is consequential. Please, oh, please, oh, please, if you are able and you haven't voted yet, plan for Tuesday. That's it. That's all I can tell you. Plan for Tuesday and be heard. And with that, my friends, I'm just simply going to say thank you for listening. Ah, we've got a lot of work to prepare for in the next 72 hours, and I'll be doing my, uh, my level best. Now, Monday, uh, there won't be a show. There won't be a regular show on Monday, but be prepared Tuesday night. Uh, in black and white, will be in Jacksonville, Florida, for an election night watch party uh, with the Duval County GOP. So this is going to be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be absolutely amazing. At least, uh, I'm hoping it will be amazing, but it's also going to be historic. And I will do my level best to uh, put on all of my social media and also on the uh, on the website in blackandright.net. Also, if you want to send uh, send me an email in blackandright at gmail.com, you can also follow us on our audio podcast. We're on all platforms, so wherever you get your podcast, you can absolutely go there, follow us. You can see our entire archive. But yes. So after tonight, I will see you all on Tuesday. We'll be doing our live streaming around 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, just before the polls close uh, along the East Coast. So until then, my friends, take care of yourself. God bless. 72 hours until showtime, so be ready to go. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.